Welcome. This is Struggles to Strengths, and I'm your host, Chad Duff. This is the podcast about learning through your struggles and failures, figuring out how to take the difficulties in your life, the lessons learned, and then how do you move forward? Welcome back to Struggles to Strengths, everybody. Episode 37, and this week, my guest is a friend of mine, a good friend of mine for a lot of years now, Christy DeZenzo. She and I met uh, as colleagues uh, inside of Johnson and Johnson, and uh, and she has since moved on to bigger and better things. But we have we have stayed close. And uh, Christy, thanks for uh, thanks for coming on with me. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's kind of crazy to think about Chad that it was probably in 2016 when I met you, and this podcast was an idea of yours back then. And you know, it might have taken a come a couple years to really come to fruition, but I'm happy to see you kind of chasing out your dream here and putting something out there for people to listen to and hopefully learn from. Uh, I, really, I, I do really appreciate that. And, and it is funny, right? You were one of the very first people that I was like, Hey, what do you, what do you think about this? This is my idea. And what do you think? And you were, you were one of, you've been one of my biggest supporters the entire time. So I, I do, I really do appreciate that. Of course. So, when I when I was asking you to come on, I said, you know what, what do you, what do you want to talk about? And and you came up with what I thought was a really great topic about talking about a time when self doubt nearly got in the way of of costing you big time. And and I I love I love that topic. So kind of shape it out for us. Yeah, for sure. So you know, we also kind of talked about how like, you know, making your own break could have potentially been a topic. And I really wanted to kind of tweak that a bit. I know you talked about that two weeks ago on the podcast, but I'm going to take it at a little bit of a different angle. And I'm going to talk about, you know, not allowing a little voice inside your head hold you back. So, you know, thinking back to one of the greater lessons I've learned was just to really not allow doubt in myself or comparing myself to other people hold me back from doing something. So, for example, um, I think back to my freshman year of college, uh, there was this scholarship I passed up applying to that I met the qualifications for, but I just felt like, you know, there's there's no way I would be the one awarded the scholarship. So, you know, it turns out I don't apply. And the next thing I know, the dean of the college is calling me, asking me why I didn't put in an application. So, you know, the next day I applied is a day late. And then sure enough, a few weeks later, I found out that they did award the scholarship to me. So, you know, I'm really grateful the dean called me. Otherwise, this would have been a completely missed opportunity, all because of my own self-doubt. You know, I was comparing myself to my peers, thinking, you know, there's someone else more qualified than me for the scholarship. And it turns out my self-doubt was my biggest enemy in that moment. And it was wrong. So I know it sounds like a little cliche, but, you know, the whole idea of you miss 100% of the shots you don't take is, is so true. And this is just one of many instances in my life where this has really shown itself to be true. Well, and I, I think what's also interesting about that and maybe a little more context for our audience is that, you know, and I've shared a lot of times on this on the podcast, right? I'm, I'm 46. I'm a, I'm a Gen Xer where, where Christy is a millennial. Um, and you know, in, in her twenties, it was in her early twenties when I first, when I first had the chance and the pleasure to meet her. And that's something that you and I have talked about. And I know we have a lot of younger listeners to the podcast too. I think some of that, this, some of that comes with age. I think like when you are younger, I believe that that is times where the self doubt can 
creep up more. It can be anywhere in life, but I think sometimes you wonder like, well, am I too young? Should I be taking this shot? Should I, should I be doing this? Like, did you, have you felt that way in your life? Definitely. Well, I think the, you know, overcoming self-doubt is kind of a journey, right? It evolves over life. And this, you know, that example is kind of one of those ones where it's like, yeah, my, my younger years might've gotten in the way of me thinking I wasn't good enough, or maybe I was being a lazy college student or whatever, but I think it's shown up in different ways. Um, you know, now in my career at, at a, at a different age and as I get more experience and really with more experience of like trying to overcome that self doubt, you know, you get better at overcoming it in a sense. So, you know, I can remember, you know, my first job out of college in pharmaceutical sales, where I met you, Chad, you know, after a couple of years in, I was really looking to expand my skill set, and this opportunity for a stretch assignment popped up. So, you know, the opportunity was to help a startup company called Anova Sepsis. Um, they were bringing their product, it was called Pedal Tap at the time, to the market in Uganda. So, just to give like a little bit of context on Pedal Tap, it's a hands-free, foot-operated water dispensing device. Um, it's designed to reduce disease spread. So. You can kind of think of it similar to one of those old fashioned water fountains we have here in the US where you step on the pedal and the water comes out. So same concept for pedal tap, but it can be connected to any water source such as you know sinks in public restrooms, hospitals or schools. So anyways, Grace, who is an entrepreneur in the brains behind pedal tap, she won the J&J African Innovation Challenge, which allowed her to receive financial and business support from J&J. So when I saw this project come up across my desk where they're asking for, you know, employees at J&J to help bring pedal tap to life and to bring it to market in Uganda, I remember first thinking to myself, oh my God, this is the coolest thing I've ever heard of and how do I get involved? So, you know, J&J is a huge company. It's, it's nearly impossible to know about all the great things we're doing in the world. And here's an opportunity that came across my desk that would allow me to work with and learn from other people across the globe trying to quite literally save lives. But I kept thinking to myself, like, how, how could I help them? You know, there, there must be other people in the sea of 150,000 employees at J&J that could do this assignment better than me. So, you know, when I think about like evolving and like learning, growing and how to overcome self-doubt and when these types of thoughts pop in my head, that self-doubt, that negativity, I try to think about what I can control. I mean, you talk about this on the podcast all the time. So what can I control? And what does someone else control in this situation? You know, I control if I put my application in and if I do a good job of explaining mm -hmm. how I can bring value to the project, right? But it's up to someone else after that point to determine if I should make the project team. But if I don't put my application in the first place, sure as hell, I'm not going to get the project, right? I'm not going to make the team if I don't apply in the first place, just like how I, you know, might not have gotten that scholarship if I didn't actually put my application in. So, you know, it's not that the self-doubt suddenly disappears. You know, I wasn't sure that I'd be selected, but I chose not to let it keep me from applying in the first place. And, you know, sure enough, it worked out. I was fortunate enough to have been selected to be on the project team. And it's been one of the more, you know, proud things I've worked on thus far in my career. I was so proud when, when we first started working together and you, you already had the project at that point and you started to tell me about it and I was immediately like just so excited to hear about it and 
to, to support you in, in what you were doing and, and how that was going and, and what, you know, how much of a difference you were making, right, with that project. But I, I think that there are times, whether whether it's this or whether it's other things, that, that people aren't as excited for us when we have something going on. You take a chance and you get it, right? And now you're in the middle of it, but not everybody's happy for you. Or someone wants to, you know, fill your balloon with cement instead of helium, right? And, and, and try and keep you on the ground. How do you deal with, with that? How do you, how do you sort out the cement from the helium? Yeah, I, I think it's really important to think about that and how you're going to handle, you know, others who might not be as supportive, um, than other people in your life who may be supportive. And you are, you are always one of the ones kind of in my corner cheering me on throughout my career. And even today, um, you know, we got to do the things that bring us joy and the things that we find important to us and chase after those. And we're not here living this life to impress other people or to live by their rules or to let, you know, we've kind of got to create our own path. And I think that's, that's where the, you know, make your own break comes into focus here. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think you just really need to know, know what you want, where you're heading, make a plan and kind of block out those, the noise um, to get to where you're going and and find those people that are going to help you get there. Cause there are people that are going to be supportive of you, whether that's friends, family, colleagues, um, and it might take a couple conversations with a couple different people to find those people that are going to be your biggest cheerleader and, and really latch on to them because um, that's what's going to help you get to where you're going aside from, you know, your own self helping you get there. You know, I got, you know, that, that I got a new job back earlier this year, um, back leading, leading people again. But, but last year, I interviewed not once, not twice, but three different times for three different jobs in three different operating companies inside of Johnson and Johnson and got turned down for, for all three jobs. The same job that I got hired for, for the fourth job, you know, earlier this year. And so just because you take a chance, right, just because you put in the application, just because you try to do something doesn't guarantee success. So how have you dealt with the times where you went for something that you really wanted, or can you think of a time where you went for something that you really wanted that you didn't get? And like, what advice would you have for people when, when it doesn't go your way? Yeah. I I think I want to answer this kind of a little bit in, in two parts. I mean, one, if you're putting in the work and you know, you gave it your all, you shouldn't, necessarily like you, you're going to feel disappointment right but yep. like you shouldn't allow yourself to sit in that disappointment for too long like you know pick yourself up and move on the next day and think about how far you've come and what work you put in and think about the positives that came out of putting yourself out there so maybe you went for that job that you know you didn't end up getting but you put in the prep work so now you now you've practiced interviewing so your next interview you get you're going to be just a little bit better than the last one right or maybe you got to interview in front of, you know, three leaders that previously didn't know you, and now they do. Maybe you weren't the right person for that particular job. 
but the next one you might be and they might call you up and say, hey, I remember you from this interview. You did a great job. You weren't the right fit at that time, but now's the time, right? So, you know, there are, it's not a waste of time if you put yourself out there mm-hmm. and you've done the work and you don't necessarily get the outcome that you were expecting. You're preparing yourself for the next thing. But I will say, I, I think there needs to be a little bit of a caveat here to tell people to be realistic, right? So I'm not saying go out there, you know, overcome yourself doubt about how you could become the next CEO of your company tomorrow and that you should apply for that job without having prepared for it. You know, you do have to prepare for the moment and be realistic with the timeline. So, you know, I think the easiest example that can come to mind, um, my husband, you know, likes to run half marathons and marathons. So, you know, if you're thinking to yourself, there's no way I could run a marathon and then decide tomorrow you're going to go put your shoes on and go run 26.2 miles and overcome your self-doubt, like, you're going to fail, right? Like you have to train for that. You have to put in the work for the moment. Um, you can run a marathon. You just have to train for it. So, you know, put in the work, think about a realistic timeline, think about a realistic, you know, opportunity or goal and make the plan to get there. And it, you know, the first couple times it fails, you don't get that job or you don't hit that milestone exactly on time. It doesn't mean it's wasted time spent. There's always positives that come from those situations um, that you've prepared for. I guarantee that's so, that was so good, right? I, I guarantee there's someone listening right now who is filled with self-doubt, whether it's you know, professionally or, or, or personally, something they're dealing with with themselves or with a family member or a loved one or a friend or who, whoever it may be. And, and when you get in the cycle and the spiral of doubt and that feels so heavy on you, that can be hard to break out from sometimes. And so if, if someone's really struggling with self-doubt, like do you have any recommendations for them? Yeah, I, you know, I have a couple. So I think first off, if you're really stuck in a cycle of, you know, self-doubt or having poor self-image and you just really need to rewire your brain a bit because you're caught up in that cycle, I highly recommend the book Psycho-Cybernetics. Um, so Psycho-Cybernetics, it gives practical tools on really how to shift your mindset and escape from the relenting thoughts of self-doubt. So it takes practice to not let that little voice inside your head that is self-doubt keep you from doing the great things you're capable of achieving. Um, So I I couldn't recommend that book more. And, you know, I wish I had read it sooner in my life as well, um, because we're all susceptible to, you know, cycles of self-doubt, probably due to read it here again shortly, as it's really something, or it's a book you can really read and and practice throughout your lifetime, um, because it's like a total normal thing to have self-doubt. Um, and we just really have to practice and, and keep it in check as we navigate, navigate life. I think the other thing I would, you know, recommend for people, um, Mm -hmm. when it comes to, you know, setting a goal or if you think you're stuck or, you know, there's no way you get that director role or there's no way you could change career paths. Like you can, you totally can. You just need to prepare yourself and get ready to do it. So, you know, thinking like using the career as an example, like, look at the job descriptions, you know, what qualifications do you already have and which ones do you need to go get some experience doing? Um, If you don't have Excel experience, yet the job says you need to have experience creating reports, go find an Excel class online to take or ask your current manager for a project that involves Excel to start learning. You know, think about who you could be networking with, 
tell people what your plans are and maybe they'll be able to help guide you. Uh, be resourceful or, you know, make your own break, as Chad said on a recent podcast episode. So, you know, just don't let yourself doubt get in the way of you making a plan to achieve your goal or get that next job or put in the application when you're ready. And like I said, if you're kind of caught up in that cycle of self-doubt, Psycho-Cybernetics is a really great resource. Um, the book is, is, I can't recommend it enough. I think that's such a good recommendation. So I'm going to get you out of here on this one. And, and this is starting to become maybe the way that I'm ending a lot of interviews. So if you could give advice to the person who first was cutting her teeth inside the professional world, if you today was giving that person advice, what would you tell her? I would, you know, tell myself you're capable of way more than you think you are. You know, you don't have, you don't have to be an expert um, to put yourself out there and try new things. And, you know, just overall, like you're capable of more than what you think you are and don't let yourself doubt get in the way of, trying new things and putting yourself out there. That is such good advice and uh, just just a lot of great food for thought. So in every week in the Struggles with Strength, we take away two things from from the conversation. And there, there were two things that stuck out for me that, that you said that I, that I want to talk about here at the end, right? So number one is self-doubt's your enemy, but shoot your shot. I, 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 love, I love that advice that you're telling people to shoot their shot. And then, and then second is that I think it's so important. And you and I have talked about this a million times over, like find someone that fills you your balloon with, with, with helium, not, not cement. Like you don't need those naysayers, especially when you're, you're thriving, especially when you're doing something that, that looks good or, or is good for you and you're succeeding. Sometimes people just won't be, happy for you or, or won't see the vision or don't understand why you're doing it. And so find the people in your life that can, can fill you with helium. Christy, this has been a really tremendous conversation. I really appreciate you taking time. Any, any final thoughts as you're, uh, as you're heading out? No, I'm, you know, I think this was like so cool to be on your podcast after this was an, I just an idea, you know, many years ago when I first met you. So, you know, I'm super proud of you for, not allowing yourself doubt to get in the way of you starting this podcast. And um, I think you're doing a great job so far and hope people are learning from what you're putting out there. Uh, I really, I really appreciate it. You, uh, yeah, you've been a big support. I know I can call you anytime and you can do the same for me and you can do the same as well as you listen. If you've got an idea, if you've got something that you want to put out there, um, you know, reach out via the email or social media. It's all in the description of the podcast. And until the next time we get a chance to chat, be well.